Hello and welcome to Move the Line, Prop Drop Show, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Ryan Noonan, back to talk about the best way, the most profitable way to bet on NFL football, and that is through player props. Live here, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Friday on our 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel, giving out my favorite player props and taking your questions. So if you're hanging out with us now on YouTube, jump in the chat, let us know what your favorite week nine look is. Uh, any thoughts on a play, something you want our uh, take on maybe something's not on the board, anything like that, jump in the chat. We'll try to get to as many as possible at the end of the show. Uh, joining us on YouTube is the best way to get the same number and same price on these props for sure. If you prefer the podcast version, should be in your feed later on Friday evening. Subscribe to both so you don't miss a show. It's free content, supporting it with thumbs up, like, subscribe, all those things goes a long way in helping us bring you the very best content and tools in the industry so take a second and do that for us. We appreciate it very much. Joining me here, as always, Connor Allen, uh, who is on a heater, doing really well right now. Connor, uh, I'm sure you just feel like it doesn't matter what we're firing out. We're just we're just pissing gold right now. Yeah, and we're going to keep running that uh, this week with our hot take. I got a pretty – I think you probably know what we're going to hit on, but uh, I got some pretty milky ones I'm excited to talk about. Um, I guess the heater did kind of come down a little bit with Najee Harris having his longest run of the season last week and busting our under, but you know, hey, that's what you get for betting unders on Island games. So, yeah, that's okay. You know, I think good process, you know, I know that you're like waiting for a Najee under every week. So, uh, it's going to come eventually the numbers not moving. Uh, it's been like mid forties, upper forties every week. So good for Najee kind of uh, finally had a productive game. Obviously joining us here is always gentlemen from odds jam. You can find him on Twitter at Slop Rules. None other than John High Slop himself. Slop, how are we doing today? I'm uh, just living the dream, guys. Living the dream. Don't tell me an under loss, Con- Connor, did it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't say, right? And I got I got literally an under today that is going to blow your mind. I think you might, if you don't log off, I'll be happy. That That's like a win if you don't like log off mid-show. <laughs> what are you going to take somebody under one and a half receptions? <laughs> <laughs> it's close. <laughs> Under a half of a catch. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, reminder, this is our second episode of Move the Line each week. This is Prop Drop on Friday's game previews with Clark, uh, Connor, and myself, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, again on Wednesdays. Again, if you subscribe to the podcast feed or here on YouTube on 4 for 4 Bets, you will be able to get notifications for both of those shows. I thought we had a really interesting conversation uh, about the four elite games this week. It's a very interesting slate. We have four fantastic games. It's very nice that they're all broken out too, like because we have the Germany game, uh, we have an early window game, then we have a late window game, and then we have a Sunday nighter. Um, and so, you know, we have really excellent football all throughout the day, even though the rest of the slate is mixed in with a bunch of just second and third string quarterbacks, a lot of unknowns and some injuries and just the absolute mass. But luckily, hopefully, uh, you know, if we at least get maybe two of those games live up to the billing here, we should be in for a pretty entertaining week. I uh, want to remind folks before we jump into week nine's plays, the betting subscription at 4 for 4 is your access to get all the official stuff that Connor and I and Sharp Clark push out every week. Um, the betting sub, even if you like to do other things football-wise, the betting sub gets you access to all that we have on the site. So uh, articles, tools, rankings, projections, if you're still playing DFS, all the stuff that Daigle and TJ do on the DFS side, you get access to that too. You get access to all of us via the Discord as well. So um, you know, you want to ask us, start sick questions. You want to talk to us about bets, all that stuff, uh, especially on the betting side. Uh, I can speak to that very confidently. Connor and I are in there all the time. 
Uh, we love our community in there. It's a chance to uh, talk to us and bounce things off. That's also, again, like where all the official plays are pushed through. So your best chance to get the numbers right away. We send an alert letting you know that we're about to make a play. Like what's the best book? What team is it? Um, give you access to – we both push the play out before we even bet it ourselves. So we're trying to give you as much time as possible to be able to get down on this. Um, 444.com slash plans is massively discounted because we're already into week nine. That's like $124. And I'll take you through the end of football season into February. That gets you everything too. So like we're betting NBA, uh, that gets you all those picks too. You can use promo code prop drop for another 25% off of that. So like you're under a hundred bucks here, uh, basically betting with us through the end of February. So, I mean, just an insane deal. Uh, definitely check that out. If you have any questions, uh, let us know, but yeah. Um, Live lines, Connor, no stale bread, week nine. Um, well, again, like we said, focusing on making sure people can get these lines. Floor is yours, my friend. Uh, let's get started with week nine. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm going to start us off. So today today we got a low over and a low under. So we're going to start off with our low over, and we're going to start off with Jeff Wilson, over 16 and a half rushing yards against the Chiefs here. Um, I love this because – Coming into last season, we saw Jeff Wilson come in and out-touch Raheem Mostert in the majority of the games. Now, this this season, he obviously got injured, started the season slow, uh, came off IR, didn't really do much. Then last week, he saw five carries, uh, just a few, uh, few less than Raheem Mostert. And now we get a matchup here where Raheem Mostert has been banged up kind of all week, was in and off the in injury report, and a great match against his Chiefs run defense, who... Has not been playing very well. Their pass even has like been you know top three in most metrics. Really good in pressure rate. Now I can see Miami here skewing a little bit run heavy compared to some of their other rates. Um, you know allowing Jeff Wilson an opportunity to get six seven carries against their run defense right now. That's allowing four and a half yards per carry to opposing running backs. Ranks bottom ten in, in uh, run to EPA EPA per play as well. Our projections and other projections have him like mid twenties to thirty. Um, and so we're getting at 16 and a half here. I, I like this over. You can also play twenty five plus rushing yards. I think that's like plus two hundred Caesars. Um, because I think there's a legit chance that these two move closer and closer to each other uh, throughout the season, especially if Jeff Wilson keeps playing well, which played well last week. So that's my first play. A little bit gross, but at least it's an over, right? Right, Slop? Yeah, I mean, you had me at over. <laughs> I'm really trying to lock it in right now. <laughs> Simple man. Yeah, it doesn't Simple take much. Simple man. Uh, okay. 9.30 yeah. in the morning, guys. Like, that's no better time of the day to bet an over. True. I mean, you're probably going to be still sleeping when he's hit when he's already hit the over. So you're just going to wake up and have money in your account. There's, there's a chance I would be, but uh, actually, I got kids. There's no chance I'm in bed. Yeah, you're not going to be sleeping. Like that's yeah. not, I might be taking West Coasters for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's rough in the West Coast, uh, and I'm sure they don't mind it when it's you know Titans, uh, you know Jags or whatever it is. Uh, but you know, Chiefs, Dolphins. That's that's tough. Like you got to. You to stay in Saturday night. You're gonna make sure you get yourself up early. That's that's a little bit of a trickier one. So yeah, I like it, Connor. I think that um, I had it written down. I wanted to look into it a little bit. Um, threshold is is pretty low there, so I like it quite a bit. I think it's just up and pace in that game and a lot of opportunities that make a lot of sense, especially if the Dolphins are getting healthy. If Armstead ends up being cleared eventually there too, that could be really nice. So slop, what do you got? What's your first one here for week nine? All right, so I got this earlier this morning. It's still good now, though. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, 80-plus receiving yards. That's minus 105 at DraftKings now. It's minus 108 at FanDuel. It's plus 110 this morning, so it's a little bit cooler. But it's still still bettable. I, 
I think he's going to go up. I think him and Dak had some sort of talk or something after the 49ers game because he just gets peppered with targets at this point. It's been a buck 17. It's only been two games, but, I mean, just watching those two games, just watch them. You'll see what I mean. It's literally like every time you're not even wondering where the ball's going. It's probably going to CD Lamb. So I figure they get behind in this game. Even if they don't, I think we're good because every, the Eagles stop everyone from running. I think they've allowed the fewest rushing yards from running backs in the entire NFL. They're a pass funnel. And to be honest with you, they can't cover receivers. I think I think they're third worst in yards to the receiver position. So that's where you go with the ball. Don't overcomplicate it. CeeDee Lamb. It's easy. Connor, we talked about this in the matchup show. I just talking about how you know the Eagles do a really good job of kind of making you play with one hand tied behind your back, and that was going to main you know lean heavily on Dak for them to to have some success here. So like Dak stuff is very interesting to me as well. Attempts, uh, completions, but just you want to just do that through CD. That makes a ton of sense to me as well. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, that's probably my favorite way to play an over if you're going to play it here, especially if this game gets a little you know, hot, like starts getting going. I think that that's the one potential range of outcome here. I mean, CD could absolutely explode, especially we saw it happen against like the Jets at certain times too, where like, even though the matchup was tough, you know, like they moved him around so much and he like kind of just ate over the middle of the field that it helped a lot. So I think that's very much in the range of outcomes here as well. So yeah, I would definitely lean over. It's not my vibe to take high receiver overs, but if I had to play something, I for sure would be into it. Shocker, right? Slop? This guy hates oh, fun. Yeah, I know. He's like, man, I was hoping it would be 42 and a half. I'd take the under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do agree that, you know, doing it that way too, you know, adding some of the alt lines, you know, taking, you know, plus money on, you know, them exceeding, especially, you know, alts. Once you start to get into like 70, or, you know, arbitrary cutoff, like, you know, 75, 80 yards, these like alpha receivers, like, Man, just lean on them to go completely nuts, right? Like we saw with CD last week too. You know, there's a lot of upside in you know CD going back to the well with like a buck twenty-five here, if that is the case. So I think sprinkling in, layering in some of the alts, I think is is probably a sharp way to do it as well. So yeah, I can get down on that. I, I like it quite a bit. Um, all right, first one for me. Um, this one's been kind of bouncing around. I want to get it out first. It was going to be my last one, but I want to make sure we get it before it moves. Um, did you guys see the, the, the presser today, uh, with Pete Carroll, who is oh, yeah. like absolute, he is gushing about Zach Charbonnet. Um, I'm going to play Zach Charbonnet over 32 and a half combined rushing and receiving. Um, you know, like just, again, I don't want to overreact to coach people like Charbonnet shifted into a, a workload that I'm not sure is sticky, but perhaps last week, uh, 56% of the snaps, he had only topped 28% snap share once all season until last week when he went out and doubled it. Uh, Kenneth Walker only 44% of the snaps. And Walker was limited coming into the week with a calf injury. Played pretty well, but Charbonnet really ate into it. Um, even on limited touches, uh, Charbonnet has topped this in three of six games this season. Now all of a sudden like we have a shot where he's not playing 28 30% of the snaps. He might be playing 45 55%. Um, I like it quite a bit. So... Um, if you look here early to hundred percent of the long down and distance last week, hundred percent of the two minute drill stuff. So I considered Charbonnet over 10 and a half receiving yards. That's so dicey. Um, you know, we, we, again, he could get two, three, you know, targets here and nine yards. And all of a sudden, you know, the handicap could be okay. Cause last week he did it on the ground alone, five carries 53 yards against Cleveland. He's had some 
pretty splashy runs this season too. If you look among the uh, 65 qualifying backs, he's third in explosive run rate, 19th in missed tackles forced, ninth in yards after contact per attempt. So he's got a little bit of juice on the ground. Um, actually, Baltimore decent, obviously defensively, but they missed tackles at a pretty high rate, and they've given up some pretty um, consistent explosive plays too. So again, 32 and a half combined rushing and receiving. I think he could do it in either bucket, and we cover both here a little bit. So uh, Connor, what are your thoughts on Charbonnet? No, I like that. I, my take, of course, on this initially was to try and grab the Kenneth Walker under. And, you know, so it's like the the reverse of it because that's just how my brain is wired. And that opened at 60 and a half on FanDuel. So I was waiting for more outs. And, of course, I literally, you know, look away for five seconds. It's opened at like 52 on DK and it's sitting at like 51. So that's too low for me, honestly, because I think Kenneth will probably still be the lead guy. But I think your read is right here that Charbonnet is probably going to see more work. Uh, and that he's probably going to be used, continue to be used in the passing game here. So I know our our buddy Dalton Cates also played uh, the rushing prop of this. So that's probably why you saw, nice. saw it bump up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I think that it's. I I am. I was hoping honestly that we get a better matchup for this because then you could just like ladder Charbonnet to the moon because for sure. I mean the, this the ceiling is really high, especially if it's a little bit better matchup. Yeah, but we would have said that last week too, going into the Cleveland matchup, and he ran for you sure. know fifty three on five carries. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, but you make a good point. I mean, obviously, I you know wish it wasn't Baltimore, but when I looked at some of the Baltimore stuff too, I was like, okay, well, you know, they're not exactly like absolutely locking everyone down. Like you can you can get out there a little bit on them. So and you know, offensive line getting healthy in Seattle too. Uh, any thoughts there, Slop? Numbers low enough for me to go over. Uh, is Lockett and Metcalf are they going to play? So yeah, I think they both should be good. Straight, but then that's a receiver thing, so they just sit. You know what I mean? And then. Yeah, Mario full practice today, and now they're back. But yeah, then we just get more Jake Bobo in our life, and uh, but yeah, I think practice. Uh, I looked and I saw that Kenneth Walker's off. Um, you know the injury report too, which is fine. Again, like I, I like Kenneth Walker. We've been betting Kenneth Walker. You know, longest rush, all those things. I just think Charbonnet is going to start to eat into it a little bit here. So uh, yeah, low threshold. No problem. So, all right, let's uh, let's get spicy here, Connor. Let's go same game parlay. Let's go alts. Let's get into um, some bigger numbers. I'm curious to see uh, if we're, you know, kind of attacking some of the same spots or similar spots here, but give you the floor here for uh, the, you know, off the board stuff here for, for week nine. Yeah, so I think this Bengals and Bills game is going to be wild. <laughs> uh, so that's the game that I'm attacking here. Back to the well with Sunday Night Football. Uh, I'm gonna, So my hot yeah. take officially is going to be that they score more than 60 points. Uh, Bills defense playing pretty bad as, as of late. This, you know, they lost Matt Milano, Daquan Jones. They were bottom three in EPA per play allowed, 28th in success rate. That's despite playing against the Jags, Bucks, Giants, and Patriots. Uh, so in this spot, I did a little five-leg, you know, same-game parlay with our sponsor, uh, FanDuel, and... I mean, I'm excited about this because first off, I think that the Bengals are going to have a lot of offensive success. And I think that the bills should be able to push back plenty. So I'm taking over 16 and a half total points. And then I already played this, but I think T T Higgins here is in a fantastic spot. Um, I played his over originally, but I also laddered it up to a hundred because he, we have like two factors working here where this line is super low. So like his line was only 47 and a half. I played a hundred plus because I think this matchup is fantastic and Higgins was not healthy and then came out of the bye and played like close to 70% of the snaps. His usage is going to keep seeing more and more. So I played Higgins and chase hundred plus burrow three fit plus or three fifty plus then Dalton Kincaid 60 plus receiving yards, 180 to one. Um, so I mean, again, this game starts popping off, you know, like 
we're talking about a good way to get rich here. You know, like this is like for real. Uh, I mean, we, I know we have said this before, but I feel like I'm, I'm feeling good about this one. I, for those of you who don't, who don't know, I'm coming off of a fake snow game Mac parlay where I don't know a single player and I hit, you know, the nuts. It was like 50 to win three grand. So 50 to win, I don't know. I think it was like 10 grand. Maybe I don't know. I think that's what I got on this one. So, you know, let's ride. Let's ride. I love it. I'm going to hang out in this game too, for sure. Uh, I think it's a great spot to, to be in. And I like that you, uh, I go, I'm a little bit more conservative, but I love the fact that you're like, you're just starting with over 60. Uh, you know, the game total, it moved from 46 <laughs> yeah. and a half. It's up yeah. to 49 and a half. And Connor's like, yeah, we're just skipping the fifties over 60. Send it, baby. First leg of my same game parlay. How many legs? Seven legs? Six no, legs? Five legs. Five legs. Five. Five. Okay. Five. Okay. five. five. Just five. Yeah, no, we're, we're keeping one. it real. We're keeping it real. Yeah. So I, I, I like it. I like we're swinging for the fences. Uh, all right, slot floor is yours, sir. Where are we going? All right. I feel like I'm at like the, the children's table after that. <laughs> I, I have Same. Same. one guy, one wrong ladder. But it's uh, Justin Watson of the Chiefs. He's back now. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but at FanDuel, you can do 25-plus receiving yards, plus 126. You can do 40-plus at plus 260 or 50-plus at plus 390. Here's the thing. Like, he's been on the field. He's been catching balls. Sky Moore, I think his stock is down. I think uh, Watson only played like 37% of the snaps last week, two for 42. Uh, back on the 8th against Minnesota, 2 for 56. He's the downfield guy. He's got another 2 for 51 game, 3 for 62, 2 for 45. They should be in a baby shootout with the Dolphins. And hopefully we can get there. I'm not sure that we're going to get there. But if we do, I, I don't I don't know how this guy doesn't because they don't have real receiving options other than uh, the rookie, the Rice kid, and then obviously Kelsey. But – I mean, not for nothing, but Justin Watson kind of looks like Kelsey when you got a uh, 300-pound dude chasing you. I don't know how many times I bet Kelsey and Watson caught a pass. I got excited, and I was like, wait, that's not Kelsey. That's Watson. But I think that works for our favor here. 40-plus yards feels so easy. I'd say even 50. If you want to get wild, you can do 60 yards, which he's done this season. That's going to bring you to plus 580. The cool part is, is he doesn't need to catch a lot. Of balls mm-hmm. to get there because his A dot's so big, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's deep deep down the field. Connor, we often you know mock uh, MVS and uh, Watson for basically their uh, calisthenics out there. They're basically running uh, wind sprints. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, on this one from Slop? Yeah, I mean those guys just stink. Like I don't know how else to say it. They're just bad at football. So you know you're betting on a guy who's I think pretty good at football. He was also injured, and then now like before that he was playing like 50, 60 percent of the snaps kind of in line with MBS. Then we saw rice grow. I mean, I imagine that probably by the end of the year, we're going to be seeing, I would assume Rasheed rice playing 60 plus percent of the snaps. And then Justin Watson playing 60 plus percent of snaps. And then MBS probably just running wind sprints, sky more mixing it in the slot. That's probably what I would guess we'll see towards the end of the season. And I think we'll get there eventually. Have you thought about doing any of those like anti-correlation parlays with, with Justin Watson? I don't really know why I thought of that. Have you seen those in the FSM chat slot? Wow. So it's like what you take, so you take under receptions, so you take like under th- two and a half receptions or one and a half receptions, but then over on the yards. And so it, it like boosts the odds, like an it's insane so amount. So it's I don't like see a receptions number on this guy. Yeah. It's not up yet, but I will, never, 
imagine, but I'll start looking for those. That actually, I used to I like doing the um, over and passing yards, but under for the game, like those type things. You get wild results like that. Yeah, so it's the same thing. I think it was like maybe it was Amico or Dalton or someone did Christian Watson, and it was like under three receptions and over 80 yards, and it was like 100 to one or like 50 to one. It was like crazy high numbers yeah. for like so a deep threat guy. Who's going to do exactly what they're doing anyways. Like they're not going to get a bunch of targets. It's just going to be like two or three deep ones. And so the, they're just like, I mean, they're pricing it. I think incorrectly, I would guess. I mean, technically by their numbers they are pricing it correctly, but like, I don't think it's priced correctly, especially for certain players like Justin Watson, I think is a great example. Yeah. No, Christian Watson. Probably not gonna get targeted. You know what I mean? He's going to, you're going to see your guy get three targets at the most. Just hopefully we get one that goes for 40 yards. Again, if you want to start baby 25, that's like basically taking his longest reception uh, 25 plus yards. You know what I mean? But you'd get plus 126. And then now you're hoping he goes for 40. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. Kind of game, I think. Yeah, I can I can get there. Um, all right, I'm going to go the same game as Connor. I'm going to play it very differently. I'm um, going to take, like Slop said, I am at the kids' table comparatively. I'm not starting with the 60-point total. I respect <laughs> it, though. I mean, I love the crap out of that game. We talked about it on the show. Like, I'm big on the Bengals. Give me the Bengals. Anything under three in that spot. I love the total. It's climbed out a little bit now. But um, I'm just going to I'm going to go a little conservative. I'm going to play the first two pieces of this by themselves. Same game parlay. Give me Joe Burrow. Give me Josh Allen, both to throw 250 yards, plus 136 on Caesars. So I'm getting plus, plus 136, plus 136 on Caesars. I priced it out everywhere. Caesars is the best um, that we could find. Now again, like that's about. I think Allen is like 275. Burrow's like 265. So we're basically just pulling back a little bit on their their normal numbers. Um, you know, again, just if this game is is even sniffing what Connor's talking about. Uh, okay, plus 144 on Caesars. There we go, Sam. Look at that. Um, absolutely love it. Um, that's a fantastic start. Now I'm going to build off of that. I'm going to build off of it conservatively still. Um, but uh, again, we're you know we're we're bringing the thresholds down. If, if we're doing this, these guys are getting there 250 plus. Obviously, Jamar Chase is massively involved. You could do whatever you want. Let's just do 80 plus on Jamar Chase. Right. That's below his prop. Um, first half. First half. Stephon Diggs 80 plus. I mean, look, it's happening. He's massively involved in this game. Dalton Kincaid, 40-plus. Connor and I played Dalton Kincaid yesterday, uh, 34-and-a-half, Connor. I mean, like, nuts. 40-plus, uh, give me that for sure. Cincinnati has been terrible against tight ends this season, too. We didn't even factor that into our handicap. Just love Dalton Kincaid and the workload. Um, so 40-plus on Kincaid. I think there might be something here with Gabe Davis. Um, workload change. More schemed layups for Gabe Davis last week. I don't think he's necessarily getting 12 targets again, but I like that they were using him in a way that changed it with this 11 personnel shift. He was basically used as like Dawson Knox, um, you know, bunched up often with Kincaid. Again, significantly lower A dot. They schemed some stuff to him. His first read targets were up. We're only going to go 50 yards on Gabe Davis. So again, these are all very low thresholds. I'm going to get one and a half touchdowns from each of these bozos. At quarterback too. That's that's also juiced up. Like they're like minus one eighty, minus one sixty to throw over one and a half touchdowns. So again, all of these are basically below 
um, you know, fair market value in terms of their odds. The only number that I have that's basically spot on on the market, Josh Allen over 27 and a half rushing yards. Um, I'm buying a little bit into this, like Allen running a little bit more as the season gets a little bit closer. They need him a little bit. They've had some issues here. Um, just kind of moving the football on the ground consistently. We saw a little bit more of that last week. I think Allen gets back to running. Um, again, I think it's like 27 and a half um, on FanDuel. It's, there's some 30 and a half out there. That is a seven-legger. Um, and again, we were conservative. We're at plus 5,300 on FanDuel. So we're not even getting that wonky. Uh, again, we have a lot of legs, but um, you know, we we need uh, you know Allen to spread it out a little bit. I didn't get any T. Higgins. Maybe you want to add some T. Higgins. You can do that. Uh, whatever you want to do here uh, to add to it. But I think 53 plus 5,300 is good enough to get some of my money. Uh, definitely playing the Burrow. I've already played that for our subscribers, Burrow and Allen, 250 plus, plus 144 on seizures. Great, great, uh, great number. So, uh, Connor, am I too much of a wimp? Um, I think that I prefer playing like four or five leggers with like higher thresholds and just like mixing up the players, like putting in like, and, and I get not banned from FanDuel, but they, they put my max to zero sometimes on these parlays because so I started like going and then I just like started mixing all the players around. So it'd be like Burrow 300 plus, you know, Higgins hundred plus, and then like something else. And then I just like mix all of them up because I don't know. I feel like your approach is way more safe, but it's so many more legs versus like mine is like way you higher. Two more side. legs. You had five. Yeah. That, so that's two, set, legs. two legs is a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's fair. Yeah, it's the the you know the touchdowns were the one I added late. I'm again, we're, if we're getting to 60 points, Connor, these guys have to throw for two touchdowns yeah. each. Yep, someone's got to throw touchdowns. Well, so, okay, how about this math. though? But if you're getting if you're getting like all those to hit, you're probably getting some like way higher like guys. You know, you're missing out on like a 500 to one hit here if Burrow throws for you know 350. I'm in to throw this- like Khalil Shakir in here a little bit, or you know, something like <laughs> I could, we could do that too. I, mean, I like Shakir, what he did last week. Like two and a half receptions is like even money. It's like a normal bet. Throw that in there. We're almost at 100 to one. I don't even know what to think about Shakir. You like Shakir? Yeah. His like usage Shakir. was insane last week. but I'm scared of him because that was just out of nowhere. And you're like, dude, are they going to pull the rug out like when I bet? I had uh, Cade last week. And I was just like, dude, what is happening right now? The first, first like, I think he had like three receptions before Cade got anything. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh-oh, but uh, obviously he got home. But still, that was scary for a second. But all of it coincides with, like, an injury and the shift in, like, formation and utilization. So it's not like Shakir spiked in, like, a random week. They all of a sudden were doing, you know, get away from 12. They got into a little bit more 11. Shakir's kind of moved ahead of Deontay Hardy. Like, there's a few things kind of happening there where it makes me feel like, all right, that's – you know, you'd like to see it one more week, but also at the same time, if you're waiting to see it one more week with everyone else, you missed the two and a half at, you know, yeah. minus 110, yeah. right? So that's the issue. Either way, yeah. it's hot. You know, I, I I approve of any and all overs in this game. So all you know what the reality is, is all of them are hitting. We're all going to be, you know, taking them to the bank anyways. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm confident, though. Easy. I just need to add the, the 60 and then uh, feel good about it. But yeah, I mean, part of it, too, is the handicap of the game. I think that the Bills are um, a problem defensively, as you touched on. We talked about it a little bit on the other show. Like They have been real bad losing. You lose basically your best player at all three levels. That catches up to you. They haven't played anyone to really punish them for that. Patriots, Giants, um, and what Bucks. did we have last week? Bucks, the Jags. Bucks, yeah. That happened in the middle of the Jags game. Um, so now all of a sudden we have 
Burrow healthy, absolutely boat race the Niners. I just think this is a spot where um, you know we start to see the Bills have to play catch up. That really works for fantasy and betting overs when Josh Allen is forced to kind of keep his foot in the gas for four quarters. So want to be involved in in uh, pro Bills offensive stuff here. Yeah, I think that it's important to understand when you have spots where you think that they're like the market is just not fully capture like capturing the upside in the game. And I think this is one of those spots. So like, I know people talk about same game parlays and parlays being fishy. Like, I just don't really think that's the case here because there's so much upside with a lot of these guys Kincaid specifically. I think the Bengals passing game specifically points. Like there are so many different ways you can play it that like, I don't think that's encapsulated at all. So, you know, feel free to get a little bit crazy. I think because some combination of these is going to lead to some like insane parlay payout. I'm just not sure which one it's going to be. All right, uh, Connor, we'll kick it back to you. Your third play um, again, going to be a little less spicy, but probably not because I think this is. I believe you teed it us up. We have a a low under here slop. So uh, you know, grab your ankles. Uh, let's see what happens. Let's come in here. All right, we're gonna time to shake the world again. Here we're gonna go with. Brandon Powell under 19 and a half receiving yards. Absolute banger here. We got a guy starting named Jaron Hall, a rookie from BYU, fifth round pick, the Vikings picked. Um, I don't think that he's very good at football. And then on top of that, we're going to see him, Brandon Powell, basically being the fourth maybe fifth receiving option here because if you look just look at the box scores you're like oh well he's been crushing you know like all the the chart bros and all the people only looking at like you know the charts are like oh well he's gone over this number basically every game the reality is he had zero catches at halftime against san francisco and then jordan addison gets hurt and he gets targeted like five straight times like you know after jordan addison gets hurt brandon powell is a nobody i mean he is like literally barely plays he's like 50 percent snap rate last week and he's like fourth fifth in, in target order and now you have brandon powell being thrown to by jaron hall in a game against the falcons who are literally just going to do nothing but milk the clock with taylor heineke who are not going to be that aggressive and then you know the vikings on their end i think are going to run the ball a ton too so it's going to be like limited volume you know limited basically everything limited efficiency um so i don't know i thought this was a bit too high i thought we'd see like 14 15 receiving yards i get Obviously, you can lose this on one play, but his average at the target, he plays a lot in the slot. His average at the target is like eight yards. So it's like, it's not like they're gunning downfield and he's like some outside guy running like wind sprints. Like he's running, sitting in zones, but you also have TJ Hawkinson doing the same thing. So, of course, you're going to throw it to TJ instead of him. So I don't know. I know this is not for everyone. I understand that, but uh, a little low under threshold here. I think Slop started watching a show on Netflix on his phone yeah. right in the middle of that <laughs> one. I'm not sure. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, pa Powell under 19 and a half slop. You're muted. It was Sloppy that bad. He rage. He yeah. rage at the mute button. Here he rage muted. Oh, I can't unmute him. Their mic is not connected. Oh man. This I'm is, back. it shook him so bad. All right, back. I didn't want you to hear my show on Netflix, but uh, <laughs> no, no, but uh, I, I referenced the uh, Connor Allen unders and that's definitely one of them where you take a very low number and just take it under like an absolute psycho. But that one's not that crazy. Like, I don't I don't think Brandon Powell is getting like that's, that's I, I would not take his over. If they put it that way, like I always think of it like this. Would I take this over? It's like, God, no. Just for every reason he mentioned, like he's right. Like that's Brandon Powell is not involved in that offense and then throwing Jaron Hall's throwing to him. Like, come on. I love it. That was a rare dub. Rare W on an under for me. I'll take it. 
Yeah, I did not think we were getting a, a slop stamp of approval on an under <laughs> receiving whoa, whoa, problem under 20 yards. <laughs> I didn't approve it. I didn't approve it. I'm just saying I can I, I get it. You know, like, yeah. I'm not gonna do that, but like I, I can totally understand why you would. That's 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 a that's a smart move. Yeah. That's that's uh I like the breakdown, Connor. Uh not for me. I do not have the stomach for that. That's uh, you know, God, that is awful. That what a painful like you can't watch that game. There's no yeah. shot. I mean, did you watch that game anyways? What a terrible game. This is going to be a horrible game. Football. Every time you're like, out for a route, you're like, oh, man, please no. Like, <laughs> yeah. You toss I, so it I hate Tip, Powell catches it off the deflection. Yeah. Five yards. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Again, you know, Carter's pushing me to bet more tackle unders. I'm like, you know, some of these guys are on the field, all the, like every play. Like every time I see him yeah, on the field, I'm like, oh swear. gosh, get off the field. Like, get out of there. You know, like, you know, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, you know, I, I'm not afraid of an under, but you know, some of them, are, these are not for me. So uh, Slop, uh, back to you. What is your third play here for the week? All right. So we're going to go to Monday night. Think about a very gross over, but um, what about Garrett Wilson over five and a half receptions? And that's like plus 105 right now at FanDuel. Everybody else has four and a half. I think it goes to five. Um, the other books, though, most of them don't have alt receptions. So there is that. But like, I, I would look at alt receptions for this guy. But since I'm getting plus money anyways at six, I'll, I'll take that. In the last four games, listen to his targets. 14, 7, 12, 13. Like, I mean, they, they're, he's like the only guy they throw to. They got the Chargers. I know it's Zach Wilson throwing the ball, but, I mean, if you give him 15 times to throw it a guy, like, the guy could probably catch six. And, I mean, you're playing the Chargers. I don't know that they're going to score too much, but I don't think the Jets are really going to be able to run on them just like anyone else. Everyone throws the ball on them. It's to the receivers. Although they're really a receiver's yards. No, but anyway, like the Chargers are a, um, a receiving yards team, but I'll take the receptions here. I'm not really afraid of that. I think, like I said, Garrett Wilson is literally the only show in town. At some point, they're going to need to throw the ball, and it's going to go to him. Uh, I like it a lot. It's really painful because it's like, uh, you know, as you said, you having overs attached to Zach Wilson is is not for everyone. But yeah, I mean, he is absolutely, absolutely dominating work there. Um, Connors is not your jam typically, uh, but again, like there are some. Juicy four and a halfs and then a plus money uh, five and a half. Any uh, any thoughts to expand on what uh, Slop had there? No, I like it. I mean, he's just seen it. He's been a target hog. It's just the issues you're getting, you're getting throws from Zach Wilson, who's been, I mean, I guess he's played better than he did last year, but, you know, and this is a pretty good matchup in some senses. The, the Chargers defense hasn't been very good. So I expect that is, uh, <clears throat> I expect that's going to be, you know, a solid look here. I, the more I dig into this Chargers game, like, I wanted to take some unders on the Chargers passes. That looks like Josh Palmer just got announced out uh, or is like didn't practice again today. So basically out. Um, but I don't know. I think that game might be kind of ugly, to be honest. Now, the more that I look at it, I was kind of excited to take the the Chargers minus three to sit in like three and a half. Uh, and now I just kind of like the more I look at it, it's just kind of gross. But I think Slop's right. I think five and a half, five plus receptions, whatever you can get at FanDuel is probably a good look. Yeah, I like it. I was hoping for uh, like a, just a nice, approachable four and a half, but we did not get that. Like you know, open like four and a half at minus one sixty in most spots, and then uh, you know we've seen some some places move out to the five and a half plus money. Yeah, but I like it. I want to uh, 
give it a stamp of approval for sure. Uh, my next one is a little gross. Um, let me sure I can get it here first. Make sure it hasn't moved. Um, yeah, we're still out here a little bit. So um, I'm going to go with a Jaron Hall over six, 16 and a half rushing yards. Um, so not passing yards. We're going to go with Jaron Hall to be able to run the football a little bit. This is minus 115 on Caesars. MGM has it as well. Uh, a little bit more juice on DraftKings. It's available pretty much uh, anywhere that you can that you can bet. Um, we have a lot of questions about Hall for sure. Um, but he is an excellent athlete. And above average speed and agility, if you look back at his relative athletic score from the combine back in March, um, I just I sent it to Connor today. I didn't say anything else. I just sent a screenshot of uh, – you know, Jaron Hall's uh, clipped card from his relative athletic score. Um, I knew it was coming. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, look, I mean, college rushing yards is a little bit noisy, right? Because they actually count negatively uh, with sacks. But if you kind of peel sacks out, Hall averaged like 6.2 rushing attempts and a little over 30, 33 rushing yards per game last year at BYU. Last week came in when Kirk went down uh, against Green Bay, just 11 snaps. They had two design runs in there, which is really encouraging. Now, again, I don't want to overreact to, you know, two runs on 11 snaps, but it's also like them leaning a little bit into like, all right, we know who we have. Like Kirk has less than two design runs and he didn't have that in any game this season. So they're leaning a little bit here too onto what their quarterback can do. So um, look, they're, they struggle to run the football. I think they're going to need to get a little bit different with what they do here offensively. They do have the league's highest um, play action rate. So I think you see, that even more where you can like boot him out into space. He did that really well um, at BYU as well. Tucks and runs, you know, not uncommon for a guy to, you know, lock into his first read and then kind of panic. So I'm hoping for some like panic scrambles here as well. 16 and a half is, is pretty low. So again, betting on the athletic profile, uh, betting on him panicking and maybe, you know, four, five design runs, 16 and a half is pretty low. His longest rush is like nine and a half. So um, I think we got a couple of carries from this kid. Uh, I like this one quite a bit. What's your uh, your reaction here, Connor? I kind of like it. I think it's kind of fun. I don't know why, but it just pops into my head that like the Vikings for the last two to three years have been, I don't know if it's like the right way to say exploring the quarterback market, but they've been like rumored to be around a lot of different other quarterbacks. And a lot of them were mobile. Like it was like random ones here and there. I was like, that doesn't really make sense considering what they have right now. And it never panned out. Obviously they still have Kirk Cousins, but I think that there was like, it's kind of like what we saw from like Shanahan. It was like a, a secret fetish that they wanted, like some you know quarterback that can unlock everything else that they did with their their playbook. And I don't know, maybe this is kind of the same thing. Maybe I mean, two design runs off the bat is like they had something ready to go. They understand kind of like what they, what was going on. So uh, I mean, it kind of plays. I think almost perfectly with my Powell thing. If they get Jaron Hall involved running at all, I mean, he's going to throw the ball like twenty times. I mean, like he's you know he's like not going to have any volume. So uh, yeah, I, I think that the over here is interesting. Look. I don't know. I mean, I would almost rather play an alt because I feel like you're either going to be really right or probably really wrong. So uh, we'll see. But I think you both for right. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. You know, uh, Candor's in the chats uh, mentioning yeah. DraftKings 50 plus is plus 950 uh, for, for Hall. So, one. Let's go. Yeah. Right. All it takes <laughs> is one. I don't. Just what Connor was saying, the first thing I thought when you said, Two design runs on eleven snaps. Are like they knew, you know, like that's that's what they have. You know what I'm trying to say? Like they because they're they put on the spot. They have no idea that Kirk Cousins is about to leave the game, and this kid's actually going to play. So 
you're kind of tipping your hand as to like how you view that guy by having, you know, design runs. Cause I'm sure they don't have a lot of design runs with Kirk cousins. So I, I kind of like that 50 plus at plus 950. I mean, what do you got to lose? I mean, you already got a Brandon Powell under in this. Like, why not have a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A Jaron Hall. I'm betting it. Over. I'm betting I mean, some alt. I think this is kind of fun. Yeah, like that's not that ridiculous. Look at this guy on the bottom here. Uh, Hall over one and a half touchdowns plus 1,100. Bet 365. I wish I had bet 365. Rushing touchdowns, I'm guessing. You could catch one somehow. <laughs> Yeah. But I don't. I mean, what do you do with that game? You know what I mean? Like, like, like that game is horrible. So if you're gonna need something, and I think that's it. I think the Hall fifty plus is how I'm gonna enjoy that one. There's some other bad games like that one. Like Taylor Heineke. Like you know, if he's not quarterback in your team, he can be involved in some fun games because he yeah. doesn't really give a shit. He'll, None. you know, he likes to run. He'll push it deep down the fields. Um, you know, so I, I, it sucks we probably don't have Drake London because that'd be fun to see a little bit more ceiling from that offense. But um, Kyle Pitts, know. yeah, it could be Kyle Pitts. Yeah, was, maybe this is the week. They were just waiting for London to go down. Yeah, Kyle Pitts whispers uh, Taylor Heineke. So yeah, I mean, I like some of the alts. I think sprinkling some of the upside because again, like. I obviously went down the wormhole today and watched a bunch of, of uh, Jaron Hall BYU clips. Yes, I did. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, well, like, let's see this kid if he can actually move. Let's see what happened. They like, he was they, they, you know, bootleg play action stuff, and all of a sudden, you know, his first read's not there. He just he's got a little Kyler in him. Like he's not very big. He's like six flat, um, but like really short, little quick little steps. Um, you know, just like getting the sideline and take off. Um, I don't think he wants to get hit very much. I think he's trying to get out of bounds here, but he, he's uh, he's pretty fast. So, you know, three cone, 10 yard splits for his 40. All that stuff is like elite, elite uh, looking at his profile. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's lean into it here, Kevin O'Connell. Let's uh, know what you have here. Let's not drop this kid back a bunch of times. Let's get really wonky with the offensive play calls, play action, bootleg, RPOs, all that stuff. So, uh, and I'm encouraged the fact that they already lead the league in play action rate. So that's a good thing. I wish this was a primetime game. I wish <laughs> yeah. that they, Sunday night, just give us this. Yeah, flex, yeah. flex the bills <laughs> and, and bangers uh, We had D-bag last week. I mean, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was terrible. But he didn't get to 250, but he got 200 for me. So that helped. <laughs> like, I, dude, he almost got that's to 250. True. I was going to yeah, 230, something like that. He got somewhere, I think it was like 230-something. I mean, like, he was – he was he was very close. He was very close. Dude, uh, the vibe in Chicago is unbelievable right now. It's like so we went from like Justin Fields being an absolute king, you know, in the preseason to him being like the worst quarterback in the NFL. And then we get Ty Tyson Bajant, T-Bag, you know, our king come out and ball out against the Raiders. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's the next Brock Purdy. Like they're sold. Like no one has any doubt in their mind. And then, of course, he, you know, they get skunked by the Chargers the week after. And now everyone's still like, no, he's better than Justin Fields. Like everyone's fully convinced. And I'm like just sitting here rubbing my head. I'm like, guys, both are terrible quarterbacks. Like it doesn't matter. Like neither is the answer. He's not Brock Purdy. You know, like it's none of that matters. And so it's great. I, I love being a little fly on the wall who does not have vested interest in Chicago sports because some of the takes here are, are pretty wild. Uh, our guy Ben here, too, got more. I also found this out, too. Um, our boy Jaron Hall went to BYU. He was a two-sport athlete at first. He was playing baseball 
and football. And then, uh, you know, once Zach Allen or Zach Wilson left, um, he realized there was an opportunity to take over and win that starting quarterback job. And he gave up baseball. So yeah, we have some collar corollaries here, guys. Like let's get into some of this alt Jaron Hall stuff. So 50 plus almost 10 to one. All right. Too bad for Paulson. He's not here this week. Cause you know, this is a spot where I typically talk too much. I don't have a lot to talk about this week. Um, I have a little bit less uh, to talk about. So um, I, I had some tackles that I was going to give out in the show or at least talk about in the show. And they uh, actually popped just before. So those went out to our subscribers. They got those the one I'm going to be looking for. There's a couple that I'm going to be looking for actually. Um, so we have a really great spot here. Carolina is like the absolute nuts for assists. Um, they give out, let me see here. Um, Lee Kai, 55.2% of the plays in Carolina result in an assist. That's 13% higher than the league average. They ranked inside the top three last year in this metric as well. So it feels pretty sticky. And again, in the game of tackle props, tackles and assists are the same. We don't care if it's a tackle or solo. We want high assist rates unless we're you know in a place where they have low assist rates and we're betting solo tackles. That's why we do that. So um, I'm going to be looking for Frankie Luvu, linebacker for the Panthers. And Colts also play fast. Their games average the most combined snaps in the league. So we're getting volume in a place that gives us a ton of assists. So um, very, very good place. We have Luvu. He's the 9-12 and 12 in his last two games. Probably opens at 6.5, uh, maybe a plus money 7.5. Um, I have him for 8.3 here. Uh, be willing to chase that a little bit too. Same game on the other side. Um, you know, Zaire Franklin leads the league in tackles, the guy we love. He's dealing with the left like for like a couple of plays last game. He hasn't been practicing much, so I don't know what his status is. Love him if he's playing and we get like he's off the injury report on Friday kind of a thing. If not, maybe it was Shaq Leonard or Julian Blackman, who was there at box safety, who's been uh, a little quiet as of late, but he's like 60, 65% of his snaps in the box. He'd probably be like five and a half, maybe six and a half plus money in the spot. So really just want to focus on some Carolina indie stuff we could take advantage of if we get uh, some of those plays. Sacks are weak. It's not a great week for sacks. Uh, TJ Watt was a great play last night. Got that sack out of the way real early. Uh, wish we got Ritter because some of the Minnesota stuff would be good, and Ritter's been sacked a ton, takes a ton of uh, sacks per drop back. But uh, Max Crosby is uh, worth laying some juice on. Crosby, I think, over uh, 0.75 sacks, like minus 150 on DraftKings. So a little rich, but he's been incredible. Daniel Jones actually passed I and mean, didn't play. Sam Howell had a good game last week. Daniel Jones now leads the league in pressure to sack rate, 31%. So Danny Jones going down uh, in heaps with a bad neck. I don't think he wants to hang in there. He sees Max coming at him. He's going to fold like a cheap shirt and uh, let Max just tap him down for a sack. So I'm willing to lay some juice on Max Crosby getting a sack in this one. But that's all I got for uh, tackles and sacks. You want the actual tackles? You know, we'll probably have another 10 or so. Uh, we already got five, so we'll probably have another five or six at least. Get the betting sub, take advantage, jump in, and uh, come hang with us in Discord. So that's all I got for uh, defensive side this week. That's kind of short, honestly. It's like uh, we don't have Paul snagging you on either. Yeah, I don't know I where know he's Paulson. at. Did you join his show and troll his show this week? Or no, I was in the chat for a little bit, um, but you know, towards the end. Yeah, a little bit, just a little at the beginning, a little at the end. I had a couple dialed up, um, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I just, I'll hit him directly offline because, you know, sometimes there's a lot of people in that chat. It's Paulson. You know, he's like the grandfather. Um, 
Yeah, the people in that chat are really nice. Like, you know, I I love our listeners, but, you know, we get a little little edgy out here, you know, in the betting streets and the fantasy streets is a little bit too much kumbaya going on, you know, all the time. So I was saying, like, I think I ripped uh, because their show is like two hours, like two and a half hours normally. And they went for like 50 minutes this time. And I'm like, this is bullshit. You know, like, where's the rest of the show? You know, like I paid for way more. Obviously, it's a free show, but. You know, and the people in the chat were like, oh, thank you guys. Like, really appreciate your time. And I'm like, you know, whatever. Piss off. This is bullshit, you know. <laughs> yeah, the fantasy guys. It's a different audience. Yeah. Like, you go in those sheds, it's just a different crowd. You're like, you're like, what is happening right now? Like, why is everybody so nice? Like, I want to hear someone say, like, hey, your bet sucks. You know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how you get the conversation started. But. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what, uh, that's what Mayo used to tell me last year. He's like, yeah, I absolutely hate your bet. You know, he would just tell me and I'm like, right, yeah, well, you yeah. Know. yeah well, he, <laughs> then you get to learn though. That's when the conversation starts. Like remember that line in Jerry Maguire? He says like, you think we're fighting? I think we're finally talking. It's like mm-hmm. that, you know, like it's literally like now we get to talk about it as soon as you say it sucks. Yeah. I had a few things dialed up. I didn't, I didn't fire him. Cause I, you know, I didn't think it was the right audience, and I'm looking at the chat. And uh, yeah, I did give Daigle a heads up that I was going to be doing that, so I felt like I was covered there. I thought maybe I should have given Sal a heads up to producing that show. <laughs> he sees me coming there, you know. My YouTube logo too is like the four for four football, so like I thought that that was a bad representation of the brand. That like I am from four for four with the four for four logo, I'm just like absolutely dunking on the grandfather of four for four. And those were kind of my jokes. I stayed there. I said, you know, I thought it was great that four for four still lets Paulson do shows it's kind of like the honorary uh tea time at augusta uh for the masters opening round you know they let the old guys tee off first to get started um we do that but we do it every week uh so i i did that one i didn't think it was too bad but uh i saw paulson's face and react to it that's all i needed so even though you didn't see anything we're missing this week sorry jp and that's all i got on the defensive side so we got a little bit of room for uh your questions if you want to come uh fire if you're hanging out with us a bunch of you again we super appreciate that you're hanging out if you haven't already done so like on the video subscribe to the channel we appreciate those things immensely uh and then jump in the chat if you have anything here in the last couple of minutes that you want to get our thoughts on we'll roll through uh some of these here and uh see what you like all right uh, is, uh, thank you for st- bobby big wheels i saw he was in the chat he's got some wild. this guy's a psychopath like he always has something Just, <laughs> wow here we go we got one from bobby He's around Mario Douglas, okay, yeah, Pop Douglas. Receptions and yards got your name all over it. Slob, what do you think about, about Pop? Over. Yes. I, mean, I, haven't seen it yet. I want I receptions. So the uh, yards came out at 41 and a half. Uh, a rich. That's, that's kind of big. So the problem is that he had like a 2.5 A dot last week. Yeah, um, not great. <laughs> so, but he's awesome after the catch. So, but like, I want receptions here. Um, because look, I mean, look, the path is clear. Connor, I mean, again, like the worst take that Connor's ever had, he continues to have this take that he somehow thinks he can cover Devontae Parker <laughs> one-on-one. Just the most egregious take I've ever heard in my life. He just continues to double down on it anytime. He thinks he Do can cover Devontae Parker. Parker. Can we get like, can we get him maybe to, to run rough? If Devontae Parker ever somehow manages to stumble upon this, you can tag him on Twitter or whatever. I will D your ass up one-on-one anytime. You will not D up an NFL receiver. No shots. First of all, he's got like four inches on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger, but you know what? I'll get Who's into him a little bit. Passes, he can't handle though. the heat. He can't handle the heat. Someone gets into him, he's got I'll nothing. Passes. Who's throwing the passes? Yeah, because I mean, that, that 
that helps. I mean, that's what you got trotting out a quarterback right now anyway. So that's also fine. too though, he might do the Connor might do the cornerback thing where the ball gets thrown like 10 yards over the guy's head and then they start doing this like like they just did something. You, you know better what I mean? believe like, I could I see like that as a corner. He would do that. I'll throw Devontae open. He's just uh, no one can throw him open because he's never open. He's literally covered 24 You can't seven. cover him, though. You can't <laughs> cover him. Yeah. You cannot. I'm, I'm out. I, I would take yeah, Parker over but, you know, if I knew you were covering him. Anyway, he's concussed this week. So, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> laying, right. he's laying low. <laughs> Someone can send him this video. He's got time to watch it. He's not playing. We saw, obviously, what happened with Kendrick Bourne. So, the path for Pop Douglas is a little bit clearer. The waters uh, have, you know, parted a little bit. And he played ahead of Juju last week. So, like, in running out of the slot, uh, nice spot. Danny Johnson slot corner for commanders, not good at football. Yeah, I think uh, I think Pop is very interesting. So, I would love to see a nice three and a half. We didn't see that at all yet. So, I'm hoping we get that. Born's Yards gone too, right? Did he tear his Who's ACL? That? Yeah, yeah. Born is gone. Born yeah. yeah, like, they, they have nobody for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys looked at, I mean, obviously the ESPN analytics things was, you know, a little bit tough considering Tyreek Hill was 16th on the list. So, I mean, he should never be 16th on any ranking, but uh, I do agree with the sentiment about uh, all the rest of it. Kendrick Bourne was like top 10 in their ratings or like top 15. And then there's like 130 wide receivers ranked Hunter Henry, Devontae Parker and Juju Smith Schuster were all made up the bottom 10 in terms of like open yard after catch, whatever they graded on was literally like bottom 10. I mean, I don't blame Mac fully, I don't blame Bill O'Brien fully because their receivers are just total ass. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot you can do with that. So in comes Pop Douglas, baby. You know, I mean, he's gonna pop off. Pop I'm Douglas and Keyshawn Booty Week. So maybe um maybe a receptions ladder at FanDuel if they if they give us a number on him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's I paused on the yards because again, like 41 and a half is not a lot, but I, I feel better if we can get a decent price on like three and a half receptions or something like that. I think that'd be I think that'd be pretty viable. Uh, I know we'll probably get like minus 130. Just go five plus. A little plus money. There you go. Easy game. All right. Shout out to Jim. Jim wants to know our thoughts on DeAndre Swift over 13 and a half carries. This is a play that we've uh, we've had some Swift carries. I think I had Swift yards the week before. Connor, you had Swift carries last week. had to sweat that one out a little bit, but then cruised over late, a bunch of late carries. Uh, any thoughts on going back to Swift here in the spot against uh, Dallas? One carry in the first half, 15 in the second half. I mean, truly never in doubt, right? Uh, you know, when they go they down two scores. Yeah. Uh, no, in this spot, though, I, I just worry. I, I just worry. I mean, they fell down by two touchdowns, and they were like, yeah, we're not running the ball ever. Like, you know, we're just going to throw the ball 25 times in the first half. So I guess in this, I would only want it if we could get a better chance of positive game script uh, or at least more certain, I would say, because falling down two scores, a team like Washington makes me a little bit nervous for something like this. Uh, Devonte Adams uh, from JB play of the week. Um, yeah. I mean, look, this would be a spot where I feel so much better if it wasn't Aiden O'Connell in the spots. Um, but again, like obviously the, you know, we've, what are we on week two of, of squeaky wheel narratives for, for the Raiders, we've added the good vibes narrative into that as well because you're like they're hooping in the locker room. Everyone's talking about the practice meetings, so different. Antonio Pierce, they got one of their own as the uh, like, as the coach now, just totally different. When you take out you know Josh uh, McDaniel's out of there, what do we think? We'd have to probably go with all tier slop, right? Uh, you know, hundred plus, hundred twenty five plus is the only way to do it. 
I'd look at receptions too. I mean, like he'll catch a couple of those like like little bullshit receiver screens you know, that don't like go anywhere, but like those are receptions. It's so I don't know. They're not afraid to force feed that guy either. I don't know if you've ever taken another Raiders receiver and then watch one of their games when it's it just every ball goes to him. So it, it, you're taking a, a guess, though, as to what they're going to do just because it is a new coach. It is. I mean, there's so many things. But those are situations you want to bet into, especially when you're talking about betting alts just because. I mean, if you're right, you're probably going to be really right. So yeah. and if you're you wrong, targeted yeah. him a bunch too, right? Uh, last yeah, time I, they played together. I would think so. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's the game. It's tough because there was like three different quarterbacks for them this season. So, you know, I can't remember which one I saw. I just know I watched them. <laughs> one of them was like pepper the guy. So, Chargers game, he, he got fed. Plus, yeah, like um, every ball in the first drive, remember? It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, all right, well, my Myers is done, but. <laughs> We saw Devontae, first thing with McDaniels out, puts a basketball hoop in the locker room and is out there hooping. So vibes look good. You know, AOC, though, anytime someone says that to me, uh, I think of Alexandria Cortez, like the governor. So mm-hmm. it's not used to it being Aiden O'Connell, but eventually She's not I think a governor. I'll get there. She's not a Whatever. Yeah, whatever she is. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Who cares? She's involved in the government. She's, I don't know. She's irrelevant either way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, JB also noting, uh, I think the binary line, 70 and a half, anytime touchdown, if that's your jam, uh, lead Sunday and receiving yards at 14 to one is available as well. So yeah, come here for the, uh, football takes, not the, uh, it's not know, a politics the, show. I mean, yeah. the politics. <laughs> civics experts here. Yeah. We're going to set the chat in flames. Uh, the fact that I even mentioned a politician. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Don't, don't need that. that yeah, was I know, that's true. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Producer Sally put AOC in the uh, you know the uh, YouTube uh, keywords here. See if we get any uh, new audience members here. Um, you could probably get both sides if you put AOC in there. Let's be honest. That's true. Uh, shout out, uh, loving the weekly tackle under list. I appreciate that. Yeah, for our subscribers in Discord, when I once we get the Sunday inactives and we know who's playing for sure, all the books are out there. I pull everything in um, and you know share basically here. Everything that I have that's showing is a plus EV play on both sides, under, over, you know, things I haven't played. But if you want to go ahead and play, um, here are the things that are showing is, you know, pretty massively EV based off of the projection. So uh, that is for our subscribers. Glad you enjoy that, sir. See, this is why I only bet unders. Hey. My guy. Eric, you and Connor, hang out sometime. Uh Evie, shout out. What's up, buddy? Uh, back to NFL players. What do we think of mixing this week? Look good versus the Niners. Bills have not been good against the ground. Obviously, those injuries we talked about. You can see the Bengals going up by d- double digits and slowing down. We talked about this last week, or uh, not last week, but on Wednesday's show. We saw a massive change in um, pre-snap stuff from the Bengals. They had basically been exclusively in shotgun all season long because of Burrow, right? They, you know, don't put him under center. Let him get into that back foot quicker. 98, 99% of the time he's in shotgun. Uh, 77% of the time against the, uh, against the Niners. And then we saw like, again, no surprise, higher play action rate, best rushing game of the season, over five yards per carry for Mixon in that spot. So yeah, great spot for, uh, for Mixon. It's not really how I want to attack this game, but I get why someone would want to do it. You guys have any uh, slops and no Connor, any Mixon thoughts? Yeah, I don't know. I think it seems about right. I, I would lean over, though. I mean, you could convince me on basically any over in that game, to be honest. So, okay. Yeah, I don't hate that. Did uh, you cover AOC one on one? 
Connor? <laughs> which one? I mean, which which one? You got to clarify. You know, I think she would torch you. Uh, probably, you. honestly. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I, I, I think she could cover Devonte Parker. I mean, that's the reality. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> can we get AOC to cover? <laughs> we have connections. You know, can we tie into our Devonte Parker and AOC connections? Uh, we don't want to say that we have any AOC connections. I don't want to have any political affiliations with either <laughs> yeah, side here. We like to keep. Yeah, I'm just. We're just saying. Uh, just saying. I know she's not a governor. That's where I'm going to, you know, stop <laughs> my knowledge there. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Noah Gray. This is a Connor special. Under one and a half receptions. Jeez. Minus 102, right. Connor. Connor. What do you think? Allen special. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I mean, what's the what's the take? I mean, like, what what? I don't know. I haven't been paying attention to his route rate unless something pops off. I mean, you guys any any like notes on Noah Gray's usage or anything, or has it been about the same? It's Noah Gray. I mean, off the cuff, I don't have it, but I can, uh, we can. Yeah, right. I don't either. Movie. All right. Well, f- what is this? Fuge, Fugi, whatever, however it is, uh, you know, clap back with the stats. If you got to take, I mean, I'm curious, you know, I'm yeah, and the next one too, we got sky more under one and a half receptions plus one twelve. I mean, he sucks. So at least Noah Gray's all right. <laughs> uh, all right. So Noah Gray, uh, um, either one of those, you let me know. And I, I might be in if we can get some, some facts behind it. Yeah, Noah Gray, no, nothing's happened with Noah Gray in terms of uh, uh, what he's been doing. He's like, you know, runs about 20 routes per game for the most part, sees uh, one to two targets, two targets last game, one the week before, right? So basically he's got to catch them both. That's the thing with Mahomes, though, his catchable target rate is like 100%. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're 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 hoping it's a one week instead of a two week because it's all just like two, one, two, two, three, two. Um, in terms of targets, so um, minus one hundred two though, Connor, it's not a bad price. No, no massive yeah, edge though, based bad. off of what's been going on. No, yeah, all right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. He had the uh, Sky Moore thing you talked about too. Uh, Eric again. This is once unders. Yeah. Here we go. So Tyreek under six and a half receptions, but over one hundred and fifty receiving yards. Plus, that's basically ninety to one. It's ninety to one. Uh, ninety. Uh, so that's that is that is hot for sure. Uh, this is the uncorrelated parlay that we were talking about earlier. Uh, man, that is uh, that is something right there. He did it once this year. I'm looking right now. He did six for one sixty three against Carolina. The I would almost I don't know. I would think I would probably rather do six and like one twenty five plus or something. I don't know what that is. Bet you could probably get that like 30 to one, something like that. Um, because I don't know, just I mean, 150 plus is it's a lot of yards. And they throw them those stupid little dump offs so much, you know. It's like throw them like the short stuff too, and then they just unload like two or three just bombs. Yeah. Look I at like the it though. Eric, he's got the right mindset here. No, wait, wait till you see the next one. Brian Andrews, check that one out. That's that this is a Connor Allen special right here. Yes, that one. <laughs> Uh, Noah Gray under one and a half receptions. Noah Gray anytime <laughs> touchdown. I'm so in that's, on this. How do we? How that's do we actually this? A I'm really, so in. He yeah, so he just that. catches one ball and it's for a score. Yeah, that's fantastic. Touchdown. That's fantastic. That's got to be. Oh my God, I'm, yeah, I'm betting this right now if I can find it. I'm looking this up. I don't even. I'm. This is not going to be an official play, but I'm doing it for the show because this is for an awesome people. play. Yeah, <laughs> that's good, Brian. <laughs> like where your head's that's at for huge. sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking. You guys keep here. going. 
Brian Sullivan, last one here. We have Eckler over four uh, receptions, plus 124 on Prop Builder. Um, Slop, any thoughts on Eckler here as, uh, as a pass catcher? I mean, I don't – I like that price for that, but at the same time, I, I hate that game. Like, literally the only thing I would even consider is uh, Garrett Wilson. And even that one's kind of wild. But, again, six catches for me for that. Like, I had reads at every time, but, yeah, that, that game's a tough one. Yeah, eight targets last week uh, against the Bears on uh, on twenty six routes. Uh, that's pretty massive, uh, and considering you know his his you know low average depth of target, uh, you know the catch rate ends up being pretty high for uh, Austin Eckler when he's seeing eight targets. So I don't hate it, especially at plus one twenty four uh, yeah, on, on So yeah, it's a good price. Connor, did you find it? Yeah. So Any Noah luck? Gray under one and a half receptions and anytime touchdown thirty five to one on Fanduel um i'm betting it you can if you want to get a little wild you can add an over 14 and a half receiving yards so you have like the double anti-correlation and that's like 90 to one so it's or, like a 15 yard one yeah. catch for 15 yards on a touchdown for noah Gray like and you're cooking no. so i yeah about, i don't like that as much either i like the other one better how about yeah. first touchdown oh man all right so give me a second here. okay i'm gonna I'm bet under one and a half receptions and then a touchdown and that's okay. 35 to one so 25 to win like 900 which is seems outrageous but um and then what what do you say first touchdown can you can you same game parlay that on it i'm sure you can right um yeah i'm kind of a noob in the first touchdown same game parlay streets yeah it's like (laughs) 3700 just for that just just for the first touchdown yeah and then you go grab his uh under one and a half receptions and now it's a party <laughs> yeah, it's like 180 to one. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm betting no, it we're because we like, talked about it on the show, but why not? I love it. We're getting to like a uh, long shot golf outright prices here. This is really, this is my flavor right here. You know, you fire golf outrights at 100 to one, no problem. You feel real good about it. So I like that we're, we're finding ways to get, to get it. Yeah. I, I don't like the over the longest reception because you feel like, no great touchdown. Connor's like, you know, inside the five or. Yeah, it's going to be a five yarder. Yeah. Yeah. Then he has a headache and has to leave the game for the day. Can cost on the, on the play. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. No great. already did once this year. Why not us? You know, if I'm in alt under matching parlays when it's supposed for to sure. snow and doesn't snow, uh, <laughs> a one yard, no great touchdown <laughs> and him never catching the ball again. It's very much possible. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Good stuff. Uh, fun as always. I love the uh, participation in the chat. We appreciate it very much. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us again. Uh, hit the thumbs up and subscribe on your way out. Um, you want more information over uh, or from Slop, you want to go over to Odds Jam. Uh, Slop, what do the people need to know about Odds Jam? Go to oddsjam.com right now. Promo code SLOP at checkout. Free for two weeks. That's it. That's all you got to do. Your life's changed. Odd screen's fantastic. Lots of different ways you can see everything. He's talking about, you know, all the colors popping up at once and things getting bet on. You can see that all over there. Check it out. Again, oddsjam.com, promo code SLOP. Um, get our betting sub. You want to get the official plays that we have going on? Connor, myself, Sharp Clark, all the tools that we have going on at 4 for 4 You want to bet NBA props with us as well? Uh, get in the Discord. All that, 4for4.com slash plans. Already discounted. Use the promo code PROPDROP. Save an additional 25% off. Great, great deal. That is under $100 for basically four months 
of betting content from us uh, for like 25 bucks a month. Just insane. Again, that'll take you into the end of February, March 1st. So you get the majority of the NBA season. Then just to re-up for next year, get into the early bird price, lock in your next football season with us. Great deal. 44.com slash plans, promo code prop drop. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Good stuff as always. We'll be back to do it all again next week. Let's win some money. For Connor and Slop, I'm Ryan. We'll see you all next time. Thanks, everybody.